I, I was going to make a joke, but you kept going, was that if anyone was traveling with you, the air certainly smells a specific way. Um, <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Huh? Hold on. Jay, start the timer. Welcome to the Location Indie Podcast, a behind-the-scenes, unfiltered, no-holds-barred look at the realities of the location-independent lifestyle from two guys who are living that lifestyle. I'm Trav, and I just went to a steakhouse for the very first time in my life. First time? Seriously? Oh, man. We're going to have to talk about this. I'm Jason. We're the co-founders of the community Location Indie. You can learn more at locationindie.com, all about location independence, travel, and having the ability to run a business from anywhere in that whole freedom lifestyle. <sighs> I'm so tired of the word lifestyle, Trav. Anyway, that is what it's about. So check it out. Travis, how is it even possible that you have reached the age of 34 now? Is that right? 34 now. And you have never been to a, a proper steakhouse? I mean, it would be I, different if you were a vegetarian, but, well, as as yeah. Heather said to me on the uh, walk back, I said, wait, is that the first time you've been to a steakhouse? She's like, yeah, I think. Wait, does Outback count? And I said, no, <laughs> Outback does not count. Yeah, because the I guys thought, have to have like, you know, ties on and, and like they have to come to your table and like scrape off crumbs with these knives. And there's like a whole thing, right? Was there? Well, I Where mean, did you so go? here was my thing. I went to this steakhouse. It is Philly Restaurant Week this week, which I didn't know until yesterday. So they do... Uh, there's 120 restaurants that participate, and some of them do like a $20 price fix lunch, and then all of them do a $35 price fix dinner. So like, you know, you're not getting a steal steal, but you're getting a, an okay deal. Um, so I decided, I uh, as is my way, I looked at about 40 places. Well, I at first I'm like, I'm going for lunch because it's 20 bucks instead of 35, right? And we can do that because we live this lifestyle. <laughs> and uh, so I said, okay, let's go to lunch. So I looked at a bunch of places, wrote down their Yelp ratings and their Google ratings. And finally I decided, all right, we're going to go to a steakhouse because we never go to, obviously I've never gone to a steakhouse. I thought, all right, and this would be a good value. So we went to this place in Philly called Del Frisco's. Supposedly gets a great rating. Yeah. And uh it sucked. So I'm gonna wait another thirty four <laughs> years before I go to another steakhouse. All right, well was- man, you're you're not gonna do that because you and I are gonna go to a steakhouse together and, and have like a proper man man steak dinner, you know, di- mandate. Could I call it a mandate? I don't know if I want to go there, but uh you know, it's we, a mandate. It's it could be a mandate. I would say yeah, it's a it's a mandate that we have this mandate. Honestly, because you need a good steakhouse experience, man. I guess so, because this was very disappointing. I mean, it was what I expected out of a steakhouse when you go in and it's like an awesome building and, you know, people are dressed up. But it just it left, as Heather kept saying, this is so uninspired. Like the food was worse than average. Um, The prices were super expensive. I mean, we had a price fix lunch. So I'm just sitting there thinking basically is the only reason people come here to spend money on an expense account because they have to and try to impress people. I was very unimpressed. Steakhouse is not really my scene anyway. You know, I don't have to be hobnobbing in there with all these guys in suits and stuff like that. Uh, Yeah, it was just, I thought it would be a little better food and a little classier. And it was like a bad version of food and a (laughs) not that classy. That stinks. I think, you know, 
I agree with you. I mean, it's like it's a certain scene where it's like a fun for me at least. It's a fun thing to do every once in a while, and I get to get the last time I did it every thirty four years. Yeah, actually, it's been a few years, but uh, I was in New York City. And some of my buddies from college made a reservation at Wolfgang's, which is a steakhouse in New York. Not Wolfgang Puck, the famous celebrity chef, but it's Wolfgang's. It was a spinoff of Peter Luger's, which is a very famous steakhouse in Brooklyn. Uh, Somebody that worked there opened one. And we had this epic, crazy, awesome dinner just with some old friends that I hadn't seen in years. All, All... dudes sitting around the table talking about the good old days and stuff so uh that was that was a good uh quintessential steakhouse experience but i don't think we're here to talk about steakhouses are we trav i i mean i couldn't really say anything else the show would be <laughs> over if i was here to talk about steakhouses um you know here's a cool thing that steakhouse is kind of leading into that not really my scene right i mean and again like you said you had a quintessential steakhouse uh experience you know, that's kind of what it seems like to me. It's like very cliche, but this one was cliche in, in kind of all the wrong ways, I guess. Um, but was something that is our scene and is yours and mine and Heather's and all of ours when we travel going to like cool, quaint, fun cafes, right? Like local spots. And when I was just in Barcelona, we went to this, um, this really cool coffee house and there was a magazine there. And it, it was talking about digital nomads. So I was like, oh, this is interesting. Like it was a local Barcelona magazine saying something about is Barcelona the, the best hub for digital nomads? So I'm like, oh, I got I to gotta read this, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. So I pick it up and there's a term in there. And I know everyone always says, right, don't define yourself by labels, right? Like, oh, you know, you, you shouldn't throw labels on people. And there was a word that I heard for the very first time in that article, which I'm now going to claim as mine okay as <laughs> you're stealing ours, it right? okay? i'm stealing it um borrowing um, it and, re- and repurposing it and repurposing <laughs> it because i think it's a great term i never have heard anyone throw it around and that is the term multi-local and when i read that it just hit with me because we we on this podcast especially over the last couple of months we've been talking a lot about digital nomads which we both were and i mean i both we both still are in terms of we could live anywhere, right? And we are location independent, but we both have started to put roots down in different places. You in Oslo and, and Boulder, me in Philly. And I just, I heard this term and I thought, you know, that's the word I'm looking for to define me at this point in my life is that I'm not nomadic because I don't want to keep continuously traveling around. I want to have a home base or two or three, but there are many places around the world that I'm I'm starting to feel like are home for me. I feel a little more like a local because I've been there before. I feel comfortable there. And that's kind of what I'm looking for out of life now is a couple home bases where you can go to and 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 understand and kind of know what's happening right when you're dropped in, like like Philadelphia for me, like Chiang Mai, right? But and then travel off of that. Like not that you're not you're only staying there, but tell me, is that a term that you think like resonates with you as well? Because I heard it was like this is this is what I am. I'm a multi-local. Yeah, I I loved the term when you texted it to me. I was I was like, well, by the way, if we want to repurpose it and just um make it our own, we could just call it hyper local or something. We could just change it and take the same concept. But whatever. That's that's another discussion. <laughs> I think it's um it's semantics, really. I think I don't uh, know if the word's sexy enough. Digital nomad is like a kind of a yeah, cool term. Like multi-local. I mean, maybe there's a way we can have a sexier word or yeah. a bunch it, of words that does it. But 
if you if you have any, yeah, if you have any ideas, get in touch. Uh, yeah. If you if you want to coin a new phrase, which, sexify multi local. Yeah. No. Um. You know what I think it it's doing is just defining the reality of a good portion of the digital nomad movement. Essentially, I mean, most quote unquote digital nomads aren't are nomadic in the sense that well maybe they they don't own a home and have a mortgage somewhere or maybe they do and they're just renting their place out and they're out on the road meaning they're traveling the world and there's no real option but to stay in the places wherever they go but oftentimes the work necessitates that you stay in a place for a longer period of time and you you quasi set up roots like if you if you really it depends on how you're running your business you know if you're running like really lean and you're not doing a lot of volume and maybe it's just you and you're freelancing, you're doing the occasional gig and you're prioritizing your travel over your business. Maybe you're trying to do like the business thing. Let's let's just make up some percentages, Trav, like 70%, you know, traveling and 30% you're working on your business with your time or whatever. But if you're growing your business and it's kind of like going up, you almost have to be multi-local because... You have to slow down. You have to slow down. You need to stop in a place where you can get some... You don't need to, but you will get burnt out pretty quick. It's very difficult to be constantly on the fly. Travis and I have done it. We know. And I'm sure if you're listening and and you've been out there, you've done it too. I mean, you're on the fly trying to find Wi-Fi, trying to coordinate client calls. Like, you know, if if you're moving places every three or four days... It can be very difficult. We've talked about that a lot on the show. So the multi-local concept, I think, is really just putting a term on on what already exists, really. Well, it, it is. I, well, that's why I got so excited about the term was because here in, in two words or one word I, I, or one and a hyphenated word, I don't know how yeah. we'll, we're going to sexify it. That's for <laughs> other people. But it's, it, in, in one word, it, it's putting a bow on a ton of themes that we touch on. A, the idea that if you're building a business or trying to grow a business, it really helps to slow down. I'm not going to say it's impossible to travel every three days and build a business, but I'm going to say that it's damn near impossible to do. And and that's what we've seen from a bunch of our friends who are doing it, from a bunch of people inside LI. You know, I, I as we've talked about, the kind of the, the career path or, or whatever, the life lifestyle path goes from, hey, I just want to break free. So maybe you go out and travel a little bit and you're just doing enough to make money to get by or maybe you have savings. Then it becomes, how do I make more money to stay on the road? So you're doing anything you can to kind of make money, but maybe you're still traveling quicker. And then you get to a point. So you are kind of nomadic, right? You are going around to a bunch of different places and bumping around. And then you get to a point where you say, hey, this is actually working. And I don't think there's a time frame on it. It could happen to someone in six months. It could take someone six years. But you get to a point where you're like, this is working, but now it's time to either think bigger or scale up or build a team or work on a new project or whatever. And having that that space and having the time to, to give yourself to relax and unpack it and actually give it the time that it needs is very necessary. And and both you and I know that because we both have homes here. And Again, the multi-local thing, yeah, doesn't mean that like you own homes in multiple areas. Although for me, that's a goal because I, I like real estate and I like having home an Airbnb and all that. But it just means that you have places that you like are comfortable and you know you can come back to and you kind of set some roots down. Whether that's because friends and family are there, whether that's because you own a home, whether that's because you've spent a lot of time there, you know the best restaurants, whatever it is. And I just heard the term and I thought this. We talk about this 
on every episode, some sort of theme around this comes up. And now here's a term that, that I that I relate to much more than digital nomad. What I love about the, recording this podcast, Trav, is I never know where the conversation is going to go, what direction it's going to take. And I, I'm going to take it in a totally different direction right now with this term. There is a, an ethical and moral discussion that comes up in the in the digital nomad community around some digital nomads or, or, or maybe some accusing others. I've seen this in Facebook groups and different things of, of being like sort of mo- modern day colonists in a way. Like you're going in, you're taking advantage of cheap labor. You're like, you know, taking this attitude where, hey, I'm just going to like, I'm from the Western society. I'm just going to go like mine all this cheap labor here and like, and dude, what Facebook groups you're in? I've never heard this. I mean, I, I get what you're saying, and I can totally see it happening. But luckily, I've been shielded from that. <laughs> yeah, uh, somebody had posted something somewhere, like asking, you know, where can they find the cheapest somebody to do this particular type of job? Like, what countries do people recommend? And then it got into this whole discussion. And when I was, I don't know, when you were talking about multilocal, and I just as I'm thinking about the term while we're recording. I realize, you know, it's empowering in a certain way too, because when we talk about local and one of the things we love as as travelers, trying trying to be part of that local community, you know, participating um, with local businesses, being a, a contributor to the local economy, you know, putting effort into the local community. I mean, you have the option to do that if you are essentially settling in with the local mentality, which is a different approach, I think, to saying, hey. I'm the digital nomad that's going to be living in Chiang Mai for three months and like this is what I'm doing and it's all about me and my business and where I can get cheap things and everything. Be like, hey, you know, I'm a multi-local. While I'm here, let me see if, what I can do to give back to the local community. I really like that approach and, and the more we talk about this term, I see that as a very empowering uh, way to approach that, um, that lifestyle. You know, I think you're right. I was look. You're right. I was looking at it from a mindset of like, of how, of how it is affects you as an individual, and I think that's a really interesting point to make. That if you change your mindset when you're in a place and you start thinking of it that way as well, and I think I think that would happen a little bit naturally, as you mentioned, Jay. The more time you spend in an area, right, like. Like sometimes you don't have to come in and say, I'm going to treat this like a local because if you spend enough time there and there's no there's no time limit. I some people will acclimate quicker to a place than others. Some people, you know, acclimate to an area quicker than they acclimate to another area, whatever. But I, I agree with you. Like, you know, you spend time in there and you start saying, like, I like this guy down the street. Like, I'm gonna go to that grocer because he's always been nice to me and 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 he's local and all that kind of stuff. That's true, but it's in many respects, it can also be not true depending on the person because in these places, if you're listening and you've been or if you haven't been, you go to like a digital nomad hotspot, you could be, you can pretty easily keep yourself in that bubble. You know, you meet with, up with the other digital nomads, you're going to the same cafes. I mean, it, it's, it's pretty easy to shelter yourself from, I mean, it's not, impo- I mean, you're in that country and I would say like, I'm not. I'm totally not dissing any digital no. I'd say for the most part, most people are out there because they love travel. They love the authenticity and the local experience. They want to experience the culture. It's not like about going and finding cheap labor. And I'm not taking it in that direction. I'm just merely bringing up the idea of multi-local being a term where you can embrace the, the local 
term. You yeah, know, it has like a really se- it has another side to it. Yeah, that, that you're talking about. It's like if you come with that multi-local mindset, you're also going to approach the area much differently as well. You do like and, you and, seek and, out local spots. I mean, that's what what yeah. we do as travelers, and this gives you an opportunity to have more time to do it. Exactly, and I I do think that's a good point. I think that if you go in with that mindset, it will help. It, it will help it happen faster. It will help you become quote unquote, become local. And, and by that, I mean, at least just feel a little more like a local faster. If you go in with that mindset versus the, uh, the other mindset of, Hey, I'm just here to like kind of run roughshod. And, um, but I, I, yeah, I just think as well, Jay, when we're, when we're talking about this, that I, it's, it's just funny that it's taken me this long to find a term. I really honestly believe it because I've had the same discussion with people. I mean, like I said, I had it in Dublin with like the four or five guys who were all doing online businesses who were all about our age, who all kind of started together. I mean, they started a little before us maybe, but, you know, who are reaching a point where they're not wanting to travel constantly and they want to have roots because I I think most people inherently, there are people out there I know who don't want to have any roots and that's fine. I'm not one of them. I want to have some roots. And so it's funny that it's taken this long to come up with a term. And I just think it's a great in-between point between, I guess, what we would call normal society who are locals in more or less one area, right? And and by that, we're talking about people who like have one home. They live in one area. They go on a, a, a vacation here or there. But they're basically, you know, 40 weeks out of the year, 50 weeks out of the year, they're in one spot. And then you have on the other end, this idea of a digital nomad, which is, hey, you're always bumping around and always traveling and not putting roots down anywhere. And uh, I went from being the, the one end, always being in one spot to being the complete opposite, bumping around a lot. And now I want to settle in the middle where I have my own stuff in certain areas and I feel comfortable. And then I do think it's important too. As we've always said, Jay, it's not like a one size fits all. It's not like, hey, so to be a multi-local, you have to uh, have a house in three places and you have to spend at least two months in each one of those places to be considered. No, it's it's just the idea that I'm going to have roots somewhere, probably multiple places and feel comfortable multiple places and have my go-tos. And one of them might be a much bigger go-to. Philadelphia for me right now, for you, Oslo, um, is where you're living. And then travel from that, too. Again, it's not like you're only going to one or two places. I, I mean, I would say I'm an expat. At, like, if I had to label myself right now, because that's what I am. I'm not doing too much traveling. But you brought up an interesting point early on when you kind of you kind of glossed over it quickly. But I want to revisit it. You kind of said, well, I mean, I know this episode's about labels. But really, how much do labels matter? You know what I mean? Like, I think... It depends on the individual, you know, lab- labels matter as much as they matter to you, you know, and, and certainly if you brand yourself or you say you take on a label uh, and, and then, you know, everybody has associations with that label, which you could never control. So people will then identify with whatever their identification is with that label and slap it on you. And, and maybe that's, you know, putting a bunch of stereotypes around there or whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter because you can't control that. But if it matters to you, if it mat- if it helps you, you know, set your intention and do the things you want to do and like kind of live the lifestyle you want, then I think it's whatever, like embrace a label if you want. If it doesn't matter and, and you're just going to go out and kind of go with the flow, it's this whole conversation in, in a way doesn't matter because labels well, are what they are. You know, I, I think labels matter to the point 
that when I tell like the reason I'm enjoying the fact that that I stumbled upon this label is that then if I say this to someone and they have the same reaction as me, like if I say, hey, man, I'm a multilocal like I did to you. I'm like, here, 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 this term that I just found out multi-local and you're like, yeah, that, that makes sense. I like labels for that purpose because if I'm trying to tell someone, like if I'm trying to inspire someone to lead the life that I lead, but, the, but there's no way for me to really explain it except to go into a 30 minute podcast about what it is, <laughs> you know, that might take too long. But if I like it for the fact that if I'm able to say to someone, Hey, you know what? I'm multi-local, which means I have roots in a few places, but I bounce around. I can work from anywhere and I still travel, but I have a few home bases I feel really comfortable in and really like when I want to come back and do work, I can do it. And they say, whoa, that's exactly what I want. That's when I'm happy about labels because then you all right away, you can inspire someone to do it or you can help them do it or they can resonate with you. You know, you can form that bond much quicker. And so uh, that's why I've kind of shied away from the digital nomad label. Cause you're right. That's a label that gets thrown around a lot. I am a digital nomad. It, I guess literally and the fact that I work digitally and could be nomadic, but there's a, some people, I and, think that's and, why we go with location indie, you know, yeah, because we, exactly. it's flexible. It, it, it's, it's all encompassing for everybody that wants to live this lifestyle and infuse as much travel as they want or not. And, and they could take the multi-local approach if they want. They could take the digital nomad approach if they want. Uh, everything under the location India umbrella gives you the flexibility to do that. You could have a family and kids and work from home and spend more time with your kids later on in life if you want that. I mean, there's a lot of benefits around it. Uh, Trav, like one of the things we didn't talk about when all right let's just embrace the term multi-local because we both like it we both think it's cool you co- you get the concept of what we're talking about oh i accidentally stopped the timer that means we have some bonus seconds bonus seconds um well we still have plenty of time anyway but uh i yeah it's funny i set my notebook down i stopped the timer the idea of you know where those places would be is always a fun thing to consider and talk about. <laughs> always a fun thing. Yeah, I mean and that's an understatement, and it's um, it's one of those things where it's really hard for me to put into words what makes a place feel like home or a version. Uh, yeah, and, and would you say, speaking of labels and like trying to put words to to feelings and emotions that sometimes are impossible to do you know is it is it really home or or some kind of just yeah comfortable or 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 i can only say it just feels right like a certain place you get to and and it has that thing and it's a combination of it can be all kinds of different things the the people the the air the way the air smells I, i i don't know what what it is but like when i get to a certain place when i'm traveling and it just feels right. It just feels like, wow, I could like, this is a place I could dig into and like hang out in for a while. I don't know if you call that home. I don't know if you feel like, but the idea of multi-local and applying it to that is is another cool reason why I think this is a cool term because, did I just say cool twice? I'm really sorry cool about twice. that. Cool twice. I, I was going to make a joke, but you kept going, was that <laughs> if anyone was traveling with you, the air certainly smells a specific way. It, it, um, <laughs> Hey, wait a minute, huh? Hold on. But Come on. I, I get I get wait, what no, you're hold saying. On, hold I, on. Well, let me let me wrap this up here before I gosh, man, I don't have a comeback for that. You, um <laughs> threw me off, man. I lost my train of thought. Well, here, here's what I was gonna say. I think you're asking me to pick the places that I 
would want to have as home bases. I use the term home base because somewhere might not be home, but if it's a home base, it usually means that, you know, I feel comfortable enough there. I'm going to spend some time there and all this. And this is kind of interesting, Jay, because Heather and I just recorded a podcast for our extra pack of peanuts podcast. That was our 2017 travel wish list. And those were the seven places. Like if you picked this up right now and said you could be anywhere, like I'm going to boom, snap your fingers. Genie comes out. You're going to be anywhere. Um, where would we want to be? And, and so that, that's a little more travel based because you're not talking about needing a home base. Right. But I think your idea here, and I, I'd like to hear your thoughts, and I'll rattle off a few like top. I like to do kind of what is your one second answer, and then what is your like three minute answer. You know, your one second's like when I tell you, "Hey, you need to have four home bases around the world. You're a multilocal. Pick the four places. What are the first four places that come to your head? Just rattle them off for me, really quick. Your one oh, second. Oh gosh, answer. I don't know. Cool. I mean, I'm gonna say. Uh, well, only because I've never been, uh, somehow living in a camper van in New Zealand where the Wi-Fi is still really good and I can okay. travel impossible, around still, and do okay. that. It's yeah, it might be impossible right now, but that's something I've always wanted to do. I've never done it, but that, that pops to my head. Uh, definitely like a surf beach that has a, a very good beginner break. So that could be somewhere in Hawaii or it could be somewhere in Nicaragua and this really beautiful beach I've, I've been to or something like that. A little mountain town. Uh, I, I love Colorado. I mean, I had been living there before this. So, I mean, I could, I could definitely base out, like it would be fun to be a multi-local and go spend like three months in Telluride or six months in Telluride or something like that. Like I w- probably wouldn't live there because well, A, it's really expensive and B, it's super far from the airport. So it's hard to get around. Um, that would be a place. And oh man, this is a tough, tough one. Well, that's um, pretty good off the top of your head. I mean, you've got a, a surf beach, a mountain town, yeah. and a camper van in one of the world's <laughs> most beautiful countries. Yeah. I mean, if those are your three right off, I, I think those are pretty some pretty good choices. Here's a cool part about the idea of multi-local too, and, and even Digital Nomad, Jay, that I was thinking about is that so many times we strive to have the perfect thing, right? Like I want to have the perfect vacation. Um, I want to have the perfect home base, right? And and I used to worry about this too. I was like, I don't want to buy a place in Philly because it's not it, it's not perfect. It's not I, it doesn't have everything I love. It's it certainly doesn't tick all the boxes. But when you're a multi local, or or when you're someone who's traveling through, and this is the idea of being location independent as well. When we talk about vacations, you don't need to have the perfect vacation because you're going to have other options when you're multi local, like. Philly, this apartment that I'm in or or house I'm in in Philly doesn't have to be the perfect house because it's perfect for a couple months a year and then I go somewhere else. So I think it it really helps kind of... And there's no no place is perfect, really. No, no place is perfect, but it, it helps give you that mental freedom of like, hey, this is okay for now. Like I've always told people, if I had to leave 365 days somewhere... I would never make Philly my home base because I don't like the winter and it's not it's not everything that I like. But you know what? It's a great home base for me at the moment because friends and family are here and I get to travel off of it whenever I want. And so I think that really, really helps like not put stress on yourself because you know it's not like the end all and be all. Yeah, I would actually retract the last statement I said and I would say every place is perfect. Just let that hang out there for a minute. There we go. Because that's um, that's the place you are, you know, and and you can find 
something beautiful about every place. Trav, I had a question about multi-local. I know we're going to get into Inside Ally pretty soon because time's ticking down. We got coming up. We got bonus seconds, though. We got bonus seconds. We're coming up around six minutes. Uh, Just this idea of being a local somewhere, just to define that, I mean, a little bit more, would you say that part of that is aspiring to be a local like not necessarily it being home but almost like wow this would be a cool place like if i was a local here i could imagine myself like kicking it down at this cafe every week and like hanging out and like really fitting into this community is that something that you think about when you're talking about multi-local definitely i mean i i feel that way i i think i heather makes fun of me for this but whenever i travel to a place immediately I want to know everything about that, but like, I want to know what neighborhoods are what, like I'm, I'm that type of guy who's looking at the real estate listings. Who's like, wait, what's the up and coming neighborhood in this area? If, if it's like a city, let's say what's the up and coming neighborhood. What's where, like, what's trendy. What's already like, like what's the old, where do the old school people live? You know, what's like the new modern place. I always want that information as soon as I land. And so for me, yes, it, it I, aspire, not that I feel like a local all the time, but I aspire to kind of have the insider knowledge and those hidden gems right away when I land. So I do think that helps you become local because then you seek it out, right? You start asking people, Hey, what's your favorite coffee shop? You know, like what's this, what's that? You're, yeah, you're using Yelp and Google and I like using all that too and stuff to find it out. But you're also asking locals. And I think that's one of the reasons that I love having Airbnbs because a lot of time you're, you're, renting a place from someone who is a local. So they're giving you their local recommendations for their neighborhood. And so, yes, I think that plays a big, big part in it is, is wanting to go in and be a local. And no one's going to confuse me for being a local in Thailand, right? Or, or Japan or anything like that. Although I guess I was a local for a couple years in Japan, but you know, but it's this idea that, that yes, you want to. So you're seeking out different experiences in someone who's just passing through yeah it's funny because you are totally like gung-ho on the on the information hunt and i'm i'm like the opposite so it's funny when we travel because when i travel with you usually it's like you're kind of all over that so i'm like what i see i take the opposite approach i'm just kind of i kind of like i don't know i i don't really use the internet too much when it comes to finding the local places i just i put myself in the place and then I, i start having the conversations and try to just sort of hope that it happens even if i'm on limited time which is scary sometimes because you're like hey we only have a couple days here oh should i look up some stuff like am i gonna be able to find the local spots if i don't but like somehow it always works you know and, and, and i'm not saying well you can't bat a thousand percent you probably end up at some bad on bad meals and stuff like yeah, that yeah you, you can be at del you can be at del frisco that happens State. anywhere but so it's that's... just it's just two, you know two different approaches same end result you know you're, you're more of a I've, I've started to more like do more research. I used to not do a lot either. And now I've started to do more and I don't know if it's a bad or a good thing. I think it just is what it is. I don't, even though that's a term that we talked about in a podcast, like 10, 12 podcasts ago, we weren't ever going to use, but this is where it is what it is. It's not a bad or good thing. Um, I do though, Jay, like you, I like to get like, look stuff up, but then I love asking people. Like if you're at a restaurant, I'll be like, where would you go for drinks after this? Or where would you go tomorrow for lunch or whatever? And, um, you get some cool advice from people. So there you go. Are you going to go digital nomad? Are you going to go multi-local? Or are you going to go some other hybrid new term version you come up with? Whatever. Let us know. Uh, team at location. Sex- sexify. Sexify multi-local. <laughs> yeah. Course, right? Yeah. Sexify. Of course. Team hey. at location. You could tweet me at Pack of Peanuts. You could tweet Jay at Zero to Travel. 
Yep. And we appreciate you listening. We got a couple minutes. We're going to go inside our community location, Indy. Uh, and I know you got something from there. I just want to say a quick welcome. We got some new members over the last week. Sarah, Olga, Michaela, Jason, Katie, Crystal, Mark, Abby, and then even the week before that, Katie, Alex. It, yeah, just so pumped to have all you guys in the community. Thank you so much for joining. And Trava, you had something you wanted to chat about from yeah. Here's from the a great forum? inside ally. This is this is basically everything I love about our community wrapped into one. Um, Chad puts, here's the subject in the forum, 11 days from the U S to anywhere in the world. Basically he said last week of May, I've got 10 to 11 days, um, off me and my wife were literally open to any destination. We're flying from the Midwest. Um, here's places we've already done. So we're not going to go there. Budget isn't a huge factor, but we're also not looking to go five star either. So basically he's like a lot of us in LA where he's like, all right, there's places I want to go, but but like I could also go anywhere and be happy. Anywhere is perfect, like Jason said. Um, and then you just get the best responses, man. Like like Greg responds, Keith responds, Greg responds again. Chad's in there, Sarah's in there, Keith's in there. Like there's Joe's in there. So like there's just a bunch of recommendations. Here's going to be the issue, and the issue I always run into, and the issue I ran in today when I was picking a restaurant is the amount of options sometimes can be a little. Um, overwhelming. So I love it because everyone's giving uh, um, Chad all these recommendations. He hasn't said what he's picked yet, but it's cool. Even to the point that Greg's like, Hey man, I know you're around Chicago. So I put Chicago in Google flights and here's all these prices. I got to all these cool places that I've been that you might want to check out. So just a cool thing. This is the kind of stuff that happens inside the community. And it's awesome that Chad is like open to going anywhere, but we see that quite a bit with our community members because well, they're either location independent or they're working towards location independent. So I just thought that was a cool thread, a fun thread. And I love that a bunch of people were in there giving Chad recommendations because he has could go anywhere in the world. Yeah, which it's is cool. cool. It's for sure. Yeah, but we've seen a lot of people taking off lately and then now the travel season's in full swing and everybody's planning stuff for this year. It's awesome. So yeah, if you want to check out Location Indie, head on over. You can always join our email newsletter totally free. We're dishing... Helpful location. Uh, Chris is buzzing us right now. I know we're getting we're getting buzzed in right now, but um, we're, uh, we're seconds. Yeah, we're always sharing some uh, some helpful resources for you, totally for free there, and you can learn more about the community if you would like locationindie.com. Just uh, sign up and you can join our our free newsletter there and and check it out. And if you decide, uh, hey, I want to get around other people doing this, uh, whether you're doing it right now or you want to to lead this type of lifestyle, multi local or become a digital nomad or whatever it is, then um. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you might be interested to, to check it out and, and join this uh, this amazing crew. Trav, we're out of time, man. Um, you know, we, we should say also we apologize for missing last week. Travis was on a plane, and I, I, I was multi localing it. Yeah, I was actually at a concert. I think like the night you came back, and you were jet lagged, and it's like it just didn't happen. But anyway, we're uh, we're back in full effect. We're back at it. Jay, I had you give your like one second answer of the places that you would. Oh yeah, that would be your multi locals. You never asked me. What back. was yours? It's okay. Yeah, you're, what, you're what, what were fun. yours? I'm sorry, but I want to hear your 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 ones that uh, you've had time to think of it. See if they've changed. Uh, the ones that come off the top of my head really quickly. I mean, for me, uh, practically, Philadelphia is one of them. It is one right now, and friends and family are here, so that's cool. Um, I've always thought Berlin would be an awesome city to kind of bunk down in for a month, two months. 
uh, especially in the summer. I don't really want to be there there in the winter. Um, and I always thought uh, somewhere then opposite, right? Like, because um, I hate winter, so opposite seasons. So do something down in like Buenos Aires, um, Medellin, Colombia, um, or or like you said, New Zealand, uh, Australia. I could do that. Like that'd be a cool multi-local because it's it's different. You know what? I Thailand, will. Uh, I will. Mai. I will join you down in Argentina. That will be my fourth spot. And. Uh, are you sure they don't rent flats at the Phoenixville Library? Because I know you love that spot, but that's from another episode. So, <laughs> One of the best offices in the world, Phoenixville <laughs> Library. Thank you guys for listening today. Really appreciate it. Go out there, be multi-local, be digital nomad. Um, be what, whatever you want to be. And if you like the logo, label multi-local, wear it Run proud it. like we're doing. And come and sexify for us a little bit if you can think of something. <laughs> Because multilocal.com is also taken, so we need a better term. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Cheers. Peace.